0: Started in the best way possible. I'm in a pretty damn good mood. I like it when I'm in this mindset for kicking off a podcast. Welcome to the Loftus Party Podcast, the only podcast you really need. Well, it's one of one of three that you need, and I'm not going to mention the other two because those are up to you. <laughs> All right, how's it going, Gimlet? Oh, it's going fine. That was a lie. But (laughs) I'm very, very mad right now. All right, we're gonna get into that. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna kick this off with, uh, with an overview of the show. We're gonna get into uh, the politics of it all. There's so much going on. As always, as always, there's a lot going on. But Gimlet and I are gonna run it down through you. We're gonna run it through uh, the old uh, Loftus Party filters. Give you the garage version, the front yard version. Bite-sized, laughable nuggets. Then we've got what's on the web with Paul. Great, what's on the web with Paul this week? A lot of a uh, lot of excitement about the uh, the Cowboy Bebop. Some criticisms about that. So we're gonna get into that show tonight. We're gonna get into uh, Finch and all. Co- There's a it's, it's a it's a wonderful uh, what's on the web uh with with paul segment and i gotta give a shout out i always want to give a shout out to our good friends over at the america first warehouse i got some stuff percolating over there that i can't wait to talk to you about but that's just I, I i love it over there been stretched a little thin not gonna lie to you these past couple weeks it's been we've been spinning some plates but it's all for a very 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 good reason and uh fantastic up so now we dive into the meat and potatoes the meat and potatoes of the podcast now i'm i got my list i but i'm gonna i'm gonna defer to you gimlet because i'm a giver and maybe maybe i give too much in my personal life and in my web life and in my podcast life but i'm i'm gonna keep on giving what's got what's got you mad today what's got you you bummed out what's
1: what 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 has me mad is The bagger at the grocery store forgot to put half my groceries in the cart. So when we're done, I have to go back and get the rest of my groceries. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Thank God I didn't throw the receipt out anyway, (laughs) because I normally do on the way out the store. So that has me a little pissed. (laughs) What else has me pissed is that Uh. there's all these cargo ships off the coast of California that they're not unloading and we're running out of toilet paper paper towels and canned peaches again.
0: That is on my list. Okay, I'm I'm laughing. <laughs> I was laughing so hard because I like I really expected, you know, like I was looking at the 400-page document of the Durham report and I did some research and in Valdosta, to like, I was seriously subsection B. I was waiting for like a big data-driven gimlet orgasm of fury about some study. And the last no, thing I expected no, was bagger at the grocery day. store. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's uh, what did he forget? Forget America. Forget America. Forget all, the meat. Let's, all the meat.
1: all the meat. All the meat.
0: Oh no! We they'll, they'll, I, had
1: lamb chops, I had pork chops. I had fresh caught salmon. I like. I'm just pissed.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. Well, you'll have to you'll have to go back and get that. Okay. So we are we are gonna we could devote we could do a whole podcast on on grocery stores. Uh
1: we, we really and could. what's not in them,
0: and you know, what's not in them, and listen. I'm 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 angry at myself. We're gonna do a little little tiny grocery store thing. I told myself when they started doing the self checkout, I'm like, I'm never doing the self checkout. I'm never doing the self checkout. I want to protect American jobs, right? And I know it's, (laughs) I know it's like not very uh, like pure capitalist of me, but I, I I told myself, I made myself this like little promise that I'm always gonna insist on going to the human being and with the grocery stores in my area now they're just being so obvious about it you can have you can have 75 people in line they're not going to open up another lane they'll have it's really horrible they'll have two lanes with a human being and then they've got multiple self self checkouts if you work for if you work in the grocery store Uh, industry, you're, I I hate to say it, but you're going to be a dinosaur. The, the, uh, the, uh, the day it'll happen in our lifetime where they will just no longer have people there.
1: I was reading a story and this isn't 400 page report. It was just a story,
0: Uh, but it was in some obscure magazine.
1: No, it actually wasn't. I don't even remember what it was in, but it wasn't that long ago that some of the chain restaurants and the chain grocery stores are actually moving that direction more quickly because they can't hire anyone right now. We have like 11 million open jobs.
0: Yeah, it's uh, so that's yeah. a big one. That's a big one to wrap our brains around. Okay, but we have to dig into this. We have to be responsible grown-ups we have a podcast for the love of god people tune in (laughs) so (laughs) it's i know it it, obviously it's on your radar because you opened up with it but it it literally is on my list of things to talk about i saw a uh a map because all those cargo Uh ships have a have a digital uh a signal like a little ping and Mm -hmm. they're last time i saw it was like 95 95, this was a few days ago, 95 cargo ships just outside of Long Beach, outside of the the port of of L.A., just waiting to get in. What are they saying the problem is?
1: They're not saying, but then I was reading somebody that the same thing happened during Carter. Like, it's all on purpose.
0: It, uh, okay, here we go. Just let her rip. Just let her rip. Uh, it's it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Nice. I have people. I have people in my circle who are like, dude, make sure you got ammo. Make sure you got guns. Okay, check, check. And then they're like, you need a garden. You need your own. I got. I got, I got some some people who are like really prepping. They are really prepping. And this is just one of those things that makes. Zero sense. Now, maybe it's like like we were just talking about the grocery stores. Maybe, and I'm hoping, it's like it's a personnel problem. Maybe it's a personnel problem at the port of L.A. We don't have enough people to inspect the cargo and run the thing. And oh, my gosh, the crane operators. There could be a very – hopefully. I I, I really – I want to be an optimist about this. I don't want to see uh, supervillains, you know, lurking behind every corner. But nothing changes the fact there's, a, there's a, a shit ton of cargo ships with all their stuff on it that they can't unload. So you, mean, need to, you need to be prepared, right?
1: That's why I started buying half a cow and a whole pig. And leaving it at the grocery store. Well, no. I, they, they're not ready yet. But they're going to oh, be ready.
0: They're not big enough to slaughter?
1: Not yet.
0: Okay. Uh, I'll be getting it, it them will. in
1: the spring and hopefully by then I hope to buy one another half a cow and another pig. Another half a cow and another pig. And I'm so, trying to figure out how to keep chickens and keep my HOA from finding out.
0: Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm thinking about I'm thinking about getting some chickens. I don't you see should. the fight with chickens. There's not. They're not loud either. Just don't get a rooster.
1: No. But then you can't
0: have more chickens. Well. So you, you need did. to rent a rooster. How many, how many chickens do you want? Are you doing it for the eggs or are you doing it for the chicken?
1: Eventually I might have to do it for both.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I have some friends. I have some friends and they do the chicken thing and they are just, they got, you get plenty of eggs. And chickens are kind of fun to have around. They're very quiet. They're very, it's not like the. Okay. We're way off track. Yay chickens. Get some chickens. My friend it's has some really...
1: purple chickens. Those are the kinds I want.
0: Yeah, there's there's all kinds. There's all kinds. Uh it really hit me today as I was thinking about the podcast yada yada yada. And I think we do a good job. I know we do a good job. The loftestparty.com, this podcast, the the YouTube channel, it's all fun and informative and all that stuff. But for the listeners, um We really need to stay active in, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, red pilling people in terms of just pointing out the the giant uh, hypocrisy and the way that the mainstream media has let you down and has let down. And it's just these are and I always say, do it in a casual way, do it in a casual way. I came across a video uh, with this English comedian, actor, podcaster Russell Brand, and I'm not the biggest Russell Brand fan at all,
1: uh-huh.
0: at all. However, I guess he's got a pretty popular uh, podcast. He just found out. He just found out that the uh, the the Trump Russia thing that there was nothing there, like the. The Durham report and now that Durham is filing charges against this lawyer of Hillary Clinton's and they're seeing how the Trump, uh, Russia bank, all of that was completely fabricated and how it was a complete and total invention and how the, the FBI was activated and the media was activated for purely political reasons. They wanted to end the potential presidency of Donald Trump. So they invented a bunch of crap. They got the FBI involved. They spy. So it was I took a lot of delight in Russell Brand. He's like, so the media who told us that Trump was in, in bed with Russia and it was all Russia Trump collusion. That it wasn't true. It was it was actually Hillary Clinton. Like it's to watch. Uh-huh. The- to watch it dawn on him was like fantastic welcome aboard there's a, i think we're, we're coming close to well i think we're at the moment right now where it's gone so far we have to in in, in a in a gentle way in because it, it's just you're just pointing out facts really and and waking people up to like you guys, the, the New York Times, CNN, listen, the fake news is the enemy of the people. The fake news. Everybody, we're all big boys. We're all big boys and girls. We can handle the truth. People, the elite ruling class view us as less than cattle, and they want to lead us down this pathway that is assured destruction. They are just hell-bent on ripping the whole thing up whether it's on purpose or whether it's by an accident of supporting socialism so we need to really just keep blasting it out there like the and i i know it's i've kind of uh, been asleep at the switch because i wanted so much more from the from the durham report however there are charges there's a guy who's in trouble and we should be Screaming that from the rooftops.
1: And the other thing I'll say is I've heard, because you know who Kosh Patel is, right?
0: Yeah, but remind me.
1: Kosh Patel was one of the investigators that worked for Nunes. He's he's been in the DOJ for through the Obama years. And Devin Nunes plucked him to investigate this whole thing, the Russia collusion narrative. And he's the one that found the FISA applications and all that. So uh, when they wrote when Dennis when Nunez wrote the Nunez memo, a lot of that was Cash Patel's work, and then he ended up working with the Trump administration. Gotcha. Um, he says for that charge, which was basically lying to the FBI, right? Yeah. Um, like three to four pages would be normal for an indictment. This thing is 27 pages long and provides a lot of details that you would normally not include in an indictment for someone. And I've seen Andy McCarthy say the same thing from National Review. Like, this indictment tells us something else is going on here. So they're both prepping after being very down on the whole thing. Like, this is taking too long. Nothing's going to come of it. Both of them were kind of on that train, right? Now they're both like, there's no reason to make that a 27-page indictment. Like, there's a lot of details in there that are very, very interesting about a tech executive who wanted to slot in the the Clinton administration and all this other stuff that has them very cued into thinking that this is not all that there's going to be because McCarthy even noticed that the, what do you call it, statute of limitations was coming up on the charge he did make. He only had five days left to do it, so he probably didn't even want to do that right now because it's part of a bigger thing. But he had to because the clock was running out.
0: Yeah. Well, that is... I got my fingers crossed. I I know what I want the truth to be. I want it to be like, oh, he's leaving breadcrumbs and he's cracking up the door. He's cracking the door open for more investigations and blah, 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 blah. That should be, uh, you know, if wishes and butts were candy and nuts, it'd be Christmas time tomorrow. I, I just know that we need to... Really, really, really remind people that the media ran with this narrative of Trump-Russia collusion that was completely baseless and now people are getting in trouble for it and charges have been brought and it should be a much, much bigger deal. And not not to go all Nancy Pelosi on here, but this is subverting the will of the American people. It is, this is a legitimate attack on our democracy. And the worst part is it's an attack from within when we can show they are weaponizing the government against its own citizens. And we're watching this play out all over the place to, uh, you know, with, with, uh, with the Rona and the COVID and the Wuhan and what's going on in Australia and other places but people need to be reminded just like just like the left did the constant drum beat of Trump Russia Trump Russia Trump Russia we need to do the constant drum beat of here's where you lied here's where they lied here's where they lied and that's what it means when when they do this and they just did it again we'll talk about the border we'll talk about the border in the in the next segment there are so many giant lies that to wonder why people aren't vaccinated now. Why? Listen, why would we trust the government? Why would the, everybody? Everybody was screaming Trump, Russia collusion. Oh, my gosh. Does, this is Trump. This is oh, my gosh. These oligarchs got him. Like, they they did it for years. They've never even said they were sorry. And that's that's a horrific transgression. That's a horrific transgression. And now for these dumb sons of bitches to come around like we'll, we'll go door to door, make sure you get the vaccine. If you don't get the vaccine, you don't get to go to work. If you don't get the vaccine, we're thinking maybe you won't be able to get on a plane. Hey, screw you. You're a bunch of liars. You're a bunch of liars. So why? You, yeah, you, you can't expect me to take anything, uh, they say. My God let's not forget the the freaking the kids that biden just droned and they were lying about that they were ready to lie about that they're like oh yeah we got the bomber we got that bomber you killed a bunch of children and if they hadn't say what
1: and there was a drone strike before that that everybody seems to have forgotten about who did they kill then
0: I don't even know. I didn't even know about the other the the, the, the other drone strike.
1: There was one there was one outside of Kabul right after the the suicide bomb hit the airport and we lost 13 Marines. They did one like the next day and said, ooh, it was a top tier ISIS planner. And then they did the one inside Kabul that killed the kids. There were two drones.
0: Wow. It's one uh...
1: outside, like way outside, and the other one right in the city. And they said, and so everybody said, "Oh, we got two high placed ISIS K, whatever, ISIS whatever." Anyway, it is,
0: uh, it's going to be. Uh, but
1: like, who were those other people, and why did everybody forget?
0: Yes, yes, it's it's uh, it's it's a it's an exciting time to be alive <laughs> because there's definitely a sense of purpose. Uh, that comes along with it, but we have to continuously call out the, the, the media on their, their lack of being inquisitive, their, their lack in wanting to tell the truth and their complete and total partisan. Listen, uh, CNN, they, they gotta, they need like nobody to watch the New York times needs, uh, The New York Times does just enough to, like, legitimize, you know, their existence. Occasionally, you'll have somebody that does something interesting and actually digs up some truth. But for the most part, like this legacy media, I know we've said it before, and we're going to say it again right now. This legacy media has – it's got to go. It has just got to go. And we have to support people who – are telling the truth. And sometimes that truth is going to make people that we like, you know, it's going to shine an unfavorable light on them. There's, there's, listen, there's, I just want, I just want to know what's really going on with all of this crap, with, with, with the Wuhan lab. Good Lord. There's more stuff coming out about the Wuhan lab. There's more stuff coming out about, oh, the Hunter Biden thing. That's where we're going next. That's where we're going next, you guys. We're going to take a little break. We're going to come back, uh, and we're going to talk about these Hunter Biden emails and text messages. Holy crap. Unbuckle the the belt. Loosen it a notch because you're about to be full up on some wacky truth. Hang on.
1: As a small business owner, you deserve more. More confidence, more connectivity, more of the tools that help your business thrive. And at Cox Business, you can expect more from us. We don't just have sales reps, we have perfect plan identifiers. People who will work with you to make sure your business gets everything it needs and nothing that it doesn't. Your business deserves more, and that's why you can expect more from Cox Business. Call 800-526-8572 to switch today. This is Joanne Jenkins, CEO of AARP. The coronavirus continues to affect us all, and we are here actively supporting you and your community. Every day, we're providing trusted information from top health experts, sharing tools to help protect families from fraud, and creating resources to support family caregivers everywhere. As always, you can count on AARP to advocate for you and your family. Join us and stay connected at aarp.org slash coronavirus.
0: everybody it's the Loftus party podcast we are gonna continue slapping the ass of truth <laughs> I just I just made that up and I had to write it down because I like it so much we are slapping the ass of truth now you will remember I'm gonna I, I'm just gonna keep celebrating that internally for a minute you will remember the new york times coming out with a story about hunter biden's laptop this is one of three laptops ladies and gentlemen and we've gone on to great detail about hunter biden and x y and z then of course uh the new york biden's they get uh, the new york biden's that's hilarious the new york uh post they get uh they get booted off twitter because they're peddling in Russian disinformation and all this stuff. And but who cares? Oh, the, Now they know uh, Politico has gone back and they're like, they've talked to the government agencies and the person who wrote this email to Hunter and blah, blah, blah. It all lines up. It's legit. It's legit. So once again, no one's apologizing. Twitter's not saying they're sorry and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, they, they messed with the election. If everybody everybody wrote it off as as Russian disinformation and even now you'll have people overwhelmingly when you come after uh, Hunter Biden and you're like, wow, that Ukraine deal that he got when his dad was vice president. That's shady. Wow. The the trip to China that he took with his dad and then he walked away from that uh, with a big mountain of cash. That seems shady. Oh, the people love to say, oh, Hunter Biden, he's not an elected official. You can't go after him. I don't remember electing Hunter Biden. So shut your pie hole, you you dumbasses who even think that way. The thing with Hunter Biden, this is, and this is, and then you had Tony Boblinski come out on Tucker Carlson. The guy's like, I got the text messages. I had these meetings. I have receipts. He could prove it all. And the media just slept on it. The whole thing with uh, the Biden family is that it works like the mafia in in terms of the the pay, the, the payouts. You've got you've got the head of the family and he has his lieutenants go out there and his lieutenants, you know, they collect the money and they do all the things. And then they have to give the head of the family a big, giant portion and they get to take what's left over. That is what the Biden family has been accused of. So you've got Joe Biden telling Hunter, yeah, I'm going to set you up with a sweet deal over at the Ukraine gas company. I'm going to set you up the sweet deal with China, blah, 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 blah. But then you got to give the big man, the big guy, the big guy's got to get a taste. They now have an email or, or it's a text message. Uh, Where Hunter Biden is complaining to a a member of his family, or maybe it's one of his kids. Maybe it's a kid or a cousin, but he's saying, and I'm paraphrasing here, I hope someday you can do as well as I do and pay for everything this family does. I hope you can do so well, you can pay for 80% of everyone's bills, and they have receipts, where Hunter is paying for Joe Biden's cell phone. Hunter is paying all of these bills for him. Why is Hunter Biden paying the bills of Joe Biden? And I guess these go back to when Joe was president or or vice president. So now you even have that connective tissue. if, If you can't see... Why somebody would want to investigate that? Like you you, you now have, in my opinion, it's the, the circuit is now closed. The circuit is now closed. You got you got Joe Biden. Don't forget the famous clip of him going. So I got that Ukrainian guy on the phone and I told him, if you want the money, if you want the funding, you got to get rid of that lawyer. You got to ha- I want that lawyer fired. You got eight hours. Well, guess what? They fired the lawyer like he bragged about it. And for the media to be sleeping on this and acting like it doesn't exist. Hunter Biden is a really, really, really big problem. For uh, Sleepy Joe right now. And we it's another one that we have to be like screaming from the rooftops. This makes. This makes uh, Donald Trump talking to a Russian chick in Trump Tower. It's it's like tiddlywinks. It's like tiddlywinks. For this one, you got hundreds of millions of dollars rolling around. You got the uh, friggin uh, Hunter taking rides on the, you know, the, the official White House plane, going over to meet with China. Dad setting him up with business deals. He's paying his dad's bills and then complaining about the percentage that he has to give to his dad. You've got eyewitnesses. With Tony Boblinski, you've got text messages, you've got three laptops. Holy, what else do you need? Are you feeling me, Gimlet?
1: I am, but the Democrats have a real problem.
0: As bigger than what I just said?
1: Well, to deal with that problem, what would they actually have to do?
0: I think they would, (laughs) are we talking in my, in my, uh, my, my life of, as a fiction novelist? So let's, let's think
1: about, let's, let's think about this. okay. Okay. Story just broke that Joe Biden, who's out there talking about people paying their fair share, owes like half a million dollars in taxes.
0: Okay. You're so far from the point right now. I understand what you're talking about. We're talking about Hunter Biden and Mm -hmm. Joe. Okay. So so.
1: they're all corrupt. And if they get rid of Joe Biden, what do they have left?
0: Well, they got Kamala Lala Ding Dong. Exactly. Right. She's going to do the same shit. She's going to do this. You think she's going to change policy?
1: wildly unpopular the only reason her popularity has gone up at all is because she hasn't been on tv anywhere
0: yeah like people only like kamala when they can't see her right well that's listen it's it's not broke they, they they do this all the time they did it they tried doing it with hillary hillary was uh uh incredibly popular until she started talking and, and everybody didn't like her and they knew it would happen with Joe. They knew what would happen with Joe. And that's why they kept him in the basement. This is a tried and true tactic. Here's what I want to know. Like. The the Hunter Biden story, that's another one that, that that needs to be. We got we got Hunter Biden that needs to be going uh, from the rooftop. We got Trump Russia collusion is, is BS and Durham report. That's got to be shattered from the rooftop. We got to amplify, amplify, amplify. This needs to be everywhere. This needs to be water cooler talk. What everybody's talking about. Here's what I want to know, though. And this is just me. Just I'm going to wear my uh, ignorance. I'm still I'm still tickled to death, slapping the ass of truth. That is that is, you know, how the Washington Post has democracy dies in darkness. I, I think slapping the ass of truth. OK. So, so Joe goes bye bye. Let's let's just say in our uh, magical mystical world, uh, Joe gets in trouble. Hunter gets in trouble. Joe goes bye bye. You get Kamala Lala ding dong up there in the uh, in the Oval Office. Does that does that bump up? Does she get to name a VP? Mm-hmm. Okay, so and then it has named-
1: to be approved by the Senate.
0: Okay. The Senate has to prove it. And then I guess Nancy Pelosi would be like the interim acting VP. No. Until. So who's who's VP until they name one officially? No. Or is is she just next in line?
1: She's next in line in case something happens to Kamala. Okay. So like if the president and the vice president were on a plane together and it crashed, then she would be president. If the president, if something happens to the president and the vice president steps up and there is no vice president and something happens to the new president, then it would be her.
0: All right. So here's what, uh, here's, here's now bear with me. Hang on with me. 2021. We got, uh, we got three years now till, uh, till the next presidential. So if I'm, if I'm pulling the strings in the Democrat party. I, I throw Joe under the bus. I do. I do. I go, uh, we're committed to truth. We're committed, to, we're 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 anti-corruption, we're anti this, we're anti-that. I'm gonna get my boy Adam Schiff involved. I'm gonna get Nancy Pelosi. Oh my gosh, we have to investigate. We have to get rid of you go to Joe and and you go, Joe, I need you to do the honorable thing here, buddy. You gotta you gotta fall on your sword. You gotta you got to come you got to do a like a little emergency trip to the doctor, claim health reasons, but if you don't take a knee, we're going to call for a, a full investigation. Right? So you so now you get rid of Joe. He either takes a knee or you or you out him. Hopefully you out him cuz it's going to look better. I think you can score a lot of brownie points with voters cuz like we're committed to the truth and all that other stuff. So you got Kamala Lala Ding Dong in there. If you're Kamala Lala Ding Dong uh Gimlet who who are you gonna pick for VP? And if I'm and if I'm the head of the Democrat Party, who do I want in there? Because then- I
1: legitimately like I I don't know because your two soup three superstars are all on the ropes. You had Whitmer in Michigan, you had Gavin Newsom, who just got recalled, and even though he won, he still got recalled, and you had Andrew Cuomo who resigned. You can't really call any of them. Are you going to pull somebody out of the administration like Susan Rice? My God, no. Everybody in there is extremely polarizing. They're all Obama people.
0: Like, I literally
1: it. don't know who she could pick.
0: Cory Booker. Really? I don't know. I'm just, people I'm just like thinking. People like him
1: even less.
0: I, I don't know how well he tests or how poorly he tests or any of that stuff, but I'm just thinking – yeah, I think uh, Cuomo was a got a little bit big for his britches, so they had to take him down a notch. Gavin Newsom, yeah, you're right. The recall's a little too fresh in everybody's minds. But I, where will? But he won you know, on paper. You know, he won. He might be. It could be. I think you could go Gavin Newsom, and you could I don't definitely think you do Cory. He's Moore. a
1: white guy. Say what? He's a white guy. I don't think you can.
0: (laughs) Okay. So then you got to do Cory Booker.
1: Hillary Clinton.
0: No, that's listen. She's got, she's got the stench on her. She's got her
1: turn.
0: She's got the stink of a loser on her. She's, she's got the stink of the loser upon her. She's pretty sweet and you're my girl. Bam. I would think it's going to be it, it would be somebody like that. But I think if you're the Democrats, uh, you have to make it happen now. But then seriously, this is like some serious Game of Thrones stuff here. Uh, Give me. Joe Biden, I guarantee he's got dirt on everybody. I gar that dude has got to have dirt on everybody. Just from just being by being able to survive that long in the swamp and keep failing upward. He's got to have I bet that dude's got some stories he could tell about <laughs> here's why no one comes after old Joe. It is uh it's it's wild to think about. Okay. That um okay, we got a little bit of time. We got to talk about more media BS and more about the border and and the the fifteen thousand seventeen thousand Haitian people and the horses with the border patrol and the way the the media portrayed it because it's really quite once again it's one of these things that's just like quite terrifying and it's not based on any kind of fact. This conversation might bleed over. Here's where it's going to go, just like always. We do our big opening A block. We then we do this block, and then it's what's on the web with Paul, and the conversation continues over on the uh, the Patreon portion of the show. But I want to talk about it a little bit right now. This whole Haitian, it, it was amazing to watch. It was amazing to watch to see. 15,000, some people said 17,000. I know the numbers kept vacillating, but like mostly Haitians, mostly Haitians. are like, oh, they're from Chile. They're, they were all living down in Chile. Okay, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. They all come rolling over the border and that's no problem. It's no problem. It's like a hundred and some odd degrees outside. The only reason they have food is because we're giving it to them. They're sleeping in the, the it's horrible living conditions. It's all this. The vast majority of those people, Gimlet, are mm-hmm. are in the U.S. now. They made it. They're in. Supposedly they have court dates, but at least as of as of today, 12,000, uh, 12,000 12, uh, out of the people who just showed up in Del Rio, Texas, they're good. They're 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 in. They're just waiting. They're just waiting for a hearing, which I'm sure they'll show up for. And everybody freaks out about an event that did not happen with a guy on horseback with a whip. And, and to, you've got photographic evidence. You've got photographic evidence that there was no whip. No one was being whipped. The guy was obviously grabbing the dude by the collar, a dude who was trying to break into the country. Breaking laws. Needed to be apprehended. Sorry, you get arrested. The Border Patrol agent was doing his job. Oh, my God. And then, oh, we are shocked and horrified. Shocked and horrified by that photo of a guy who maybe that, maybe that kid has uh, COVID. Maybe he's a super spreader. He doesn't have. It's just the one of the crazier things I've ever seen in my life. Thoughts, reactions.
1: Well, I think it's ridiculous, number one. Number two, they're still pushing the lie today because Governor Abbott said, uh, all you guys that got let go for this silliness, you can come work for us. And now they're like, Governor Abbott's hiring people that whip migrants. I'm like, that never happened. Um, number three, you just made patrolling the border, especially around where rivers are and stuff, a whole lot harder because that's one of the only ways you can get around quickly. Yeah. So clearly you don't want to patrol the border. Um, and then you have idiot Mayorkas, who is about as useless as tits on a bull, um, going, uh, we, we, we should celebrate. He's on with Chris Wallace this morning and say, the reason we don't want a wall is because we have a proud tradition of having illegal immigrants pour over our southern border. That's like almost a direct quote.
0: Oh, I nothing there's there's a few things that really make my blood boil but this is the spot we're in you guys where you've got these bureaucrats these paper pushing bureaucrats and they're so self assured and they're so confident and they're so snarky and it's BS, and it's just, I cannot, and those are the types of people that love using their power. They love it. It's the problem with socialism, but, like, little, we don't have a proud history of people sneaking into the country. We really don't. We really don't, and for, he's, but man, it's the, he's, like, the poster child for, like, he's, he's the manager of the, the, the crappy DMV that you have to go to. This, these these bureaucrats and their lies and their quest for power, that's going to be the end of us. That's going to be the end of us. We got to really, really, really uh, get fired up. We got to get fired up. Okay. We are going to take a little break and you're, settle in, settle out. You might need to loosen the belt a little bit more because here some, comes some more goodness we got a fantastic uh, what's on the web with Paul and then we've got a big a big old heapin' open of Patreon we will see you over there love ya
2: If you prefer real mornings, shouldn't you have a real breakfast? At McDonald's, we get real about breakfast. That's why you can have a savory sausage biscuit with delicious hash browns for only $1.50. It's time to wake up breakfast. Single item at regular price. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ready to stand out? Army ROTC prepares you not only as a college student, but as a strong leader, allowing you to earn the rank of second lieutenant. You will be eligible for full-tuition merit-based scholarships and develop leadership skills essential for your future. Start strong and enhance your college experience. Visit your campus Army ROTC representative today. To find out how you can earn up to a full-tuition scholarship, visit GoArmy.com slash podcast to locate your closest ROTC program today. Army officers inspire, strength strengthen others. Paid for by the United States Army.
0: It's time we're jumping into another What's on the Web with Paul. I'm this I got I got goosebumps about this one. There's so much great stuff to talk about, to discuss, to turn people on to. I can't wait to hear what you picked, Paul, because I know what I want to talk about. But, but this is about you, buddy. How you doing?
2: Good. And we're not going to get through everything we could talk about because there's just so much stuff.
0: Woo! I love it. It's a it's a an overabundance, a cornucopia of goodness. So, so let her rip. What do you got?
2: We have to start off with that show tonight, new trailer. Last week, we had a teaser. It was some sound bites. And that was about yeah. it. But this week, we got a few clips from that show tonight. For those who didn't catch it last week, that show tonight is something that you're involved with. You were the first guest host for that and got to see a little bit of you along with some of the other Comedians that are involved with it as well. What else can you tell us about that? As in, do we have an air date for the first episode yet, or what else is going on with that?
0: We don't have an air date for the first episode yet. I want to get one more episode filmed in the can, as you will. But this one has me super excited that show tonight. Now, we can't wait too long because just like, you know, Saturday Night Live. A lot of the skits are, you know, ripped from the headlines and are, are commenting on the news that we're in now. And that's how it's going to go. We're going to do uh, two episodes a month to begin with because we, we were thinking about it and we were putting the show together because it, it is it's a Saturday Night Live type show. It's sketch comedy each week. There'll be a different guest host. Uh, I just ran into uh, my buddy. Terrence K Williams. He's a he's a big influencer, has a ton of followers. Ran into him in Nashville, was talking to him about the show and he's like, "Oh, I'd love to host. I'd love to host." So I want to get him on, on the docket. So each week we'll fig- we'll have a different host, we'll have a musical guest, we're going to do uh, commercial parodies. There's going to be music, there's going to be cartoons, there's going to be sketch it, it's going to be, I, I just think it's just going to be absolutely fantastic. A lot of people have talked about this. A lot of people have talked about doing a sketch show, like an answer to Saturday Night Live. And what has me so happy, just pleased as punch, is we've actually done it. I didn't want to talk smack until we'd actually done it. So the big news is this Tuesday, uh, we're going to start actually releasing sketch. Uh, You can you can watch some of the stuff, a complete beginning, middle and end. You can watch a we're going to give you one sketch and we're going to keep releasing them like that and then generate some heat, some buzz, as they say in the Hollywood business. People will be able to subscribe and then we will be able to. Beam our wonderfulness directly onto your phone, your tablet, your laptop. Uh, the the sky is the limit. So the the website people need to be watching, of course, is theloftestparty.com, but also thatshowtonight.com. And who do you want to see as a host? I want to see I want to see uh, Tommy Laren as a host. I want to see my buddy Chad Prather as a host. I want to see Ben Shapiro as a host. I want to see Greg Gutfeld as a host. I want to see I want to see everybody. It's just going to be 100% fun. Ta-da.
2: So the platform that it's going to be released on will be thatshowtonight.com as well, correct?
0: Yes. Yes. And then <laughs> uh, people can – the subscription price is insanely low. And if people just want to support the show – They can make a donation and and, and keep us uh, up and running because everything – I want to compete with Saturday Night Live in terms of the look, the budget. I mean, we did the pilot. We did episode one by rubbing two nickels together and, you know, just a a sheer force of will. Some super funny people, you know, volunteered their time. So – yeah, we're going to we're gonna see. Uh, I, I want to do stuff with the culture. I want to do stuff that's going to make a difference uh, culturally. And this is how you do it. So skadoosh, off we go.
2: Well, obviously, people can go to thatshowtonight.com. And if you want to, you can also go to the Loftus Party and see the post we've put up about it, which also has a link to thatshowtonight.com. Yeah. yeah. So check that out, everyone. You Next must. thing we want to talk about. Um, We can mention real quickly, Gordon wrote another uh, meme post, The Night of the Living Fed. And this one posts a bunch of hilarious memes about the federal government at the Justice for J6 rally and how really that's pretty much all it was. I mean, I I guess there might have been some legitimate people there based on what I read, but the feds were pretty well infiltrated into that. And so Gordon and a bunch of other people had fun making memes about that. Did you have a chance to see any of those and what were your thoughts on it?
0: It was just hilarious. It was just hilarious. First of all, you know, four obvious FBI agents hanging around, just, you know, twiddling their thumbs as part of this huge entrapment festival, which is like everyone. Gimlet and I were talking about this on the podcast for the longest time. Like everyone I know. This is the second time this has happened. Where you hear about, oh, hey, there's a there's a big rally. Get angry and show up. And then everybody on the right is like, does anybody know who's putting this rally together? Who is, who's really pushing this? And then it becomes very obvious very quickly that it's like an FBI sting operation. And just a quick update. I mean, the memes are funny and stuff. It's all very funny. But, like, there's a bunch of people in jail. There's a bunch of people in jail uh, who... They're not they're not getting bail. They're not getting bonded. They can't leave. It's completely un-American. And this just in uh, from The New York Times, that there was uh, at least one uh, FBI informant uh, at the Capitol on January 6th. So now we don't know. I want to know the level of the FBI involvement in January 6th in, in the supposed insurrection that took almost four hours to clean up. So yep. this is the stuff that we have to. Listen, I the FBI needs to be mocked relentlessly because it's the worst kind of joke. It's the joke that has some super scary truth underneath it. But I, I don't. uh It's wild. I don't I don't pay uh, the FBI to throw uh, entrapment parties. And so that's what the the meme roundup was a a great way to make fun of. And those poor sons of bitches, you know, I'm just doing my job. I'm just I'm sure that's what those FBI agents are telling themselves. But it's they need to be mocked and mocked relentlessly. So big shout out to Cranky for getting all those memes together.
2: Yep. And Julie Kelly at American Greatness has been doing a good job of, of reporting on how they really are torturing the people that they've taken political prisoners. That is, and that's the correct way to put it. They are just political prisoners from the communist Biden regime. So yes, stuff there. And people, like I said, I don't get paid or anything for mentioning Julie Kelly, but she has been doing a, a good job at American Greatness covering all that stuff. Anyway, okay. on. so there's this trailer that came out, and I believe it's going to be on Apple TV. It's called Finch, like a bird, Finch trailer. And it stars yes. Tom Hanks. And you just had a, what I've called a great write-up about it and just nails it the titles Finch trailer Tom Hanks Wally and Castaway had a baby and you nailed exactly what it looks like and it mirrors my thoughts too. and I wanted to see if you wanted to talk a little bit about that while giving away everything you wrote so that people do go check it out at the site
0: it's it's first of all I thought it was a joke when it when I saw the trailer like why are they why why are they making this movie it's Tom Hanks uh, all by himself. I guess they're they're saying there was a solar flare, so it's this post apocalyptic landscape, and that's where I get the Wally reference. It just looks like he's he's now you know uh, the last surviving human piece of humanity, and it's like so it's Castaway meets Wally, and then he's got a dog uh, that he saves, and the oh him and the dog are just oh look how cute they are, and then he invents this talking robot. And there's so many tired tropes yep. in the in the you look at the trailer and you cannot believe whatever company put that trailer together needs to be fired. It's, <laughs> it's just the dialogue is just it looks like it's you and me, buddy. There's going to be danger out there. And then the robot is like, I will never stop loving you, Finch. <laughs> and it's just. I have to hate watch it now. I have to hate watch it now. And I'd love to. We should have a gambling site at theloftestparty.com that we could we could take odds. Who's going to die? Is it going to be the dog or is it going to be the robot? And then my money is kind of on Finch is going to die. And then the robot will be the most human of us all, and it'll be the robot and the dog.
2: <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> the robot and the dog is just overkill. It's those are the two things that they always put in movies to make to tug at your heartstrings. It's the I robot swear to God. Oh, the dog. is the dog gonna survive? Is the, is the kindly robot gonna be okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's I, I swear, it's like I, I would go nine months ago, maybe maybe a year maybe a year ago. Maybe we go when Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks was in uh, Australia uh, with his wife and he saw the bill from his new Tuscan villa in Greece. And he's like, holy shit, Rita, what did you do? And she's like, I bought that villa. I thought we wanted it. He's like, we didn't want to buy it. We wanted to rent it. Oh, my God. We're out we're eight million dollars. What are we going to do? And she's like, you can do this Finch movie where it's you and a dog and a talking robot. And he's like, Jesus, that's friggin' Castaway and Wally. You dumb... Oh, God, okay. No more houses for you. I'm going to do this stupid movie, but you stop buying houses. That's that's really what I... That's probably so close to the truth.
2: <laughs> I mean, it is. I, th- I think it was Michael Caine who did some Jaws movie, and it was really bad. It was a Jaws sequel, and I think they have some quote attributed to them, whether it's true or not saying whatever it paid for my mother's house for me and that's probably what the yes. this is probably the same as true for yes. Tommy. Like, but
0: michael see, Michael caine was was always very open and honest about that michael caine and gene hackman both there's that was that from the movie real genius the guy who writes the dissertation about the uh the hackman caine theory that at any moment in time some cable outlet is showing the movie with michael caine or gene hackman <laughs> They, Never heard whoa. that. That's a great. That's a great one, though. Oh yeah, the Hackman Kane theory. They 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 reached a point in their careers. I know, Cain, and Cain, Michael Kane was he wore it on his his sleeve. You pay me enough money and I will show up. I will be in your movie. They're like it's Jaws three in three D. That's fine. I'll be there. First calls at eight a.m. I'll have my lines memorized. He's just he was just down to clown because. I think he'd seen so many of his buddies who were great actors not be able to pay the bills. I got I got no beef with that. I got no beef with that when an actor like, OK, I'm cashing in now. At least be honest about it. But don't pretend don't to be don't pretend to be some artist because right now you're just cashing a check. You 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 overspent. You had a bad year. So now it's like it's Steve Martin does it all the time. Steve Martin has a an art habit that he has a hard time paying for. He loves to collect art and that's expensive. And so Steve Martin's like, what, what do you got? Where do you want me to be? I stand here and then the pie hits me in the face. Okay. I'm all good. Let's go roll cameras. I got to buy it.
2: I agree. I mean, it's, you know, everybody has to work, right? So if somebody's going to pay you like, you know, unless, you know, unless it's completely degrading, which is hard to do anymore in today's world. um, Yeah. You know, why not? I think Ice T, he was in Tank Girl. And I think some guy, apparently, again, I don't know if this really happened, but apparently somebody was ribbing him on it. And he's like, hey, whatever. They paid me $800,000 to do it. And that shut the other guy up or something like that. And yeah. you, you know, you got to look at him and say, you know, $800,000, that's more than most people are going to make in their lifetime or pretty close look, to it. And like, if somebody's going to
0: pay you that to do friggin- three months' work, right? Yeah. Look at Ice Cube. Ice Cube comes out of this hardcore, nitty gritty, N.W.A., you know, f the police, blah 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 blah, and then he's doing Barbershop Four, and and how? And he's in like road trip or car ride or something. He's, <laughs> he's getting, you got, everybody's got to pay the bills, man. And,
2: and he's probably still getting some decent money for that. I mean, I don't know if you're the star of the movie, you're usually getting some pretty decent money, right?
0: Yes yes and then you get residuals and then when they sell it on blu-ray and then when they do streaming and good lord in heaven yeah you can't yeah all these people who pretend to be artists just shut up and sit down
2: yep yeah i don't want to go i guess we we spent a lot of time on that so gotta gotta move on to the next thing um yeah there's there's two we kind of really want to talk about it but i want to throw in there's a new stranger things trailer what do you think about that
0: i thought it was listen I thought it was really good. I think that thing looks. Those guys, the dudes who do Stranger Things, they're constantly impressing me. The, they, the, the way they. At first, I kind of thought, okay, they're, it's a one trick pony because the first season of Stranger Things had a lot of elements to like the suburban home life in E.T., which I thought Spielberg captures suburban home life or used to like nobody else. He did it in jaws as well. The scenes where Roy Scheider is like having dinner and he's sitting there and just the way he's hanging out with his kid, it just rang true. And the suburban home life of ET, it just rang true. And the close suburban home life, is
2: another, close encounters is another
0: one. Oh my goodness. Yes. And, and even though he was a producer on it and he didn't, he didn't direct it. Toby Hooper did, uh, Poltergeist is another one where it's just that there's a very specific. So the guys who do uh, Stranger Things really like knocked it out of the park with season one of Stranger Things, and then season two uh, they recreated that. And you're like, okay, well they do that they do that thing very well. And then I was thoroughly impressed with the the, the 80s, the the way they did that and the way the story is progressing. Uh, with season three and now in season four you get these flashbacks to it's like late 1940s early 1950s America it's the it's the house and the family that used to live there and now it's haunted those guys are just there's no denying it there is no denying it that those guys are really really talented and keep your eye I want to know what those guys are going to do next I mean stranger things is a lot of fun and I'm sure they have a big commitment but, wow, I, I want those guys to do a lot more stuff.
2: Sign them to a multi-million dollar year Star Wars development deal. And then after they get their money, just say we're not going to do it anymore.
0: Well, that's the, that, uh, that was the, uh, um, oh, winter is Miller. coming. Guys. Right? It was Miller's. Uh, are those the guys that did, um, oh my gosh, why can't I think, of, uh, why can I think of the, the name of the HBO show with the dragons and the
2: king of, uh, game of thrones,
0: game of thrones. Yeah. It was the game of thrones guys. That's who it was. Yeah. 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 That's, that's who they did it with. And those that was the biggest. That's, that's yeah. Pretty, whatever. We'll to, that's go. a whole other, uh, discussion. Yep. All right.
2: Moving on. Foundation. Isaac Asimov. What do you think about the trailer?
0: Okay. I am a big, big fan of, and it's horrible that I don't know the guy's name, it's Richard Harris's little brother, who is...
2: Oh, okay, that's why he looks similar to Richard Harris, okay.
0: Yes, and that dude is fantastic. Uh, Foundation, the Foundation Trilogy by Isaac Asimov, I've never read that. I've never read it. I've just heard great things, and people are like, oh yeah, it's a slog, but it's really great. You need to read it. This, that, the other thing, and I probably should break off a big hunk of my life and devote myself to reading it. I, I just love the trailer. I just love everything, and the cast looks great. Uh, Apple TV is spending the dough. They are yep. spending the dough, so I'm very much looking forward to watching. I know, I know very little about it uh, other than. Some royal family, some empire has ruled the galaxy for thousands of years, and then Richard Harris's brother says, I've looked at it, I've, I've crunched the numbers, and uh, it's all over, baby. This is, this is coming to an end. And, of course, the, the royal family, they don't like that math, and so they want to get rid of him. So I want to see it. I can't wait. I'm, I might watch it. I might watch an episode tonight
2: all right good stuff got to move on matt this is one i know you're definitely excited about lisa wrote about a peek at the cowboy bebop opening credits and for those who aren't familiar people like me it's based off an anime series and one of the things i was mentioned to you earlier is anime confuses me and i'm the odd man alan so i admit that up front but just the title alone says it looks like whoever created it decided let's just take two random words and throw them together, Cowboy and Bebop. I don't understand that at all. And then when I watch the trailer, that also has a a feel to it that like the guys who created it said, let's just take every idea and thing that we like, no matter how unrelated they are, and just throw them all together in one series. And we're going to call that a a show. And apparently a lot of people like it. And now they're doing a live action adaptation about it. And I wanted to hear your thoughts on, on what the opening credits are like.
0: This is the wonderful uh, problem, yet great thing about Cowboy Bebop. The name for me, and I like I like anime. I I I confess I, I like it. I like I like the style of artwork. Anyway, Cowboy Bebop is this much beloved series. Uh, I think it came out in uh, in ninety four something like that. And everybody who, everybody who watched it loved it, but I'm just like, mm, cowboy bebop. That just seems stupid, right? <laughs> there was, there's something about the name cowboy bebop Yep, because it gives you the false impression that you know what it's about just by those words. So long story short, uh, about half a year ago I was convinced by some people I trust, just watch, just watch like four episodes. And dude, I'm all in, I'm all in the soundtrack, the jazz. And that was so well, that was, that was the the cool thing about the the live action uh, thing that Netflix is doing. They got the original composer back. The music is fantastic. And here's the other thing that I love about anime is they don't, Follow the traditional Hollywood formula of like, we're going to set up the problem right out of the gate. We're going to here's this character. Here's how he thinks. Here's this character. Here's how she thinks. Here's the robot. Here's the dog. Here's the problem. Here comes the meteor. They got to go. There's a. Uh, they. They play out the timeline. you meet characters. You think you know who they are. Then you meet them again a couple episodes down the, the road. And this is for true for a lot of anime. You're like, oh, oh, that's why she was like this. She has a secret. She doesn't want to. So long story short, uh, the lead character, I, I think his name is uh, Spike, is a bounty hunter uh, in outer space. So he he's a bounty hunter. He's not doing that well. Uh, He and his buddy have this spaceship. They're trying to go. And there's a bunch of bounty hunters uh, throughout the the galaxy. But Spike isn't doing so well. And he comes across a girl uh, and an adventure. And he finds out. And I don't want to give too much away. He finds out that somebody that he knows back on Earth. And he doesn't go back to Earth for for a very, very good reason. I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give it away
2: what do you think about the the way the live action credits look are you a fan of that or not a fan of that
0: oh yeah dude i'm a huge fan huge fan it's it's interesting it's different and 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 the opening credit sequence is dead they killed it in american television opening credits used to be theme songs used to be important the visuals used to be important you probably remember a show called the wild wild west yes those credits were great. And then I loved it when they would go to commercial and they would draw the picture and they'd fill in the little square and you're like, oh, and then they'd show you the picture of like something that's going to come up. And like the the, the music for Cowboy Bebop uh, is fantastic. And I'm not even a huge jazz fan, but that stuff is great. I love this. The, and they they took it right from the uh, right from the series. It looks I I, I I got very pessimistic about it when – and then we're going to have to wrap it up because this is just going so long, but uh, I, could, I could talk about it. There's a character named uh, Faye Valentine in it, and the actress that they hired to play Faye Valentine uh, is this real snooty, snarky. She put out a video because Faye Valentine uh, runs around, and she's very – it's anime. She's She's scantily clad. But she's also a valued member of the team and she owns her sexuality and she doesn't get bossed around. And she's a she's a super strong character. And 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 it would and it's so they 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 diminish the character by hiring this girl who's like, yeah, I'm not gonna be wearing that. I'm not gonna be wearing that outfit. I know a lot of the fanboys are mad, but you know what? They couldn't find somebody to run around in a paper towel. Like you just you don't get it. You insult the audience, and uh, it's just horrible. So they they've dressed uh, Faye Valentine up to look like I, I don't know, like a like a lesbian version of Lando Calrissian. <laughs> so that's that's kind of a bummer. Uh, but I tell you, I'm cautiously optimistic about the Cowboy Bebop. Okay. We gotta we gotta wrap this up that was a super long one but there's so much great stuff on the website um, you guys yeah definitely definitely go to the website there's gonna be more and more stuff uh, every day it's just it's an it's a non-stop cornucopia of fun and politics and geek culture and anime and wonderfulness so that is what's on the web with with Paul. Stick around, everybody. We're going to, Gimlet and I will meet you over on Patreon. We love you. Have the best week ever.